Hello, this is Angelique, and you're listening to We're Booked Up, a segment of the Gaston Speaks podcast where I, Kendall, and Andrew discuss books. This month's book is The Guest List by Lucy Foley, a murder mystery thriller set in a remote Irish island. There will be spoilers. I will also let you know that we're still in the middle of construction here at the library, so we're in kind of a suboptimal space for recording, so you might hear some weird things every once in a while, like a door closing or a disembodied voice, but we're not haunted. <laughs> we're just in a weird room. Yeah. All right, Um. so first... I kind of dread asking it, but what have y'all been wa- reading or watching? Oh. <laughs> hey. Okay. Hey. So um, I did finish Malibu Rising. What we talked about last time. I loved it. I saw you gave it five stars on Goodreads. My so book proud. club did not like it as much. <laughs> Poor. They, they, it was not their their thing. I liked it. I thought it was really interesting. Kind of had the, um, actually kind of had this book feel of like all the different characters kind of, and, and, and it sort of builds and blends. It was like, a, I hate to say Altman-esque because I know that, Kindle's watched way too you many. Mean Robert Altman, Altman <laughs> with like, but like the idea of like all the cast and and all these different characters, and then it kind of all comes together at like one big moment. But I actually really liked it. I thought it was good. So, um, and then watching, I have been so tired. I have just not watched a lot. Um, but I did. Um, I did watch. What was the movie I watched? Oh, I watched uh, Drive My Car, the one that's nominated for Best Picture. It's a Japanese movie. I loved it. It's three hours long. But I really liked it. I did. And then I watched um, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Have you guys seen that? With Jessica <gasps> Chastain. So for any, you know, we're a lot of us here in the Charlotte region, we know Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. I think it was really, really well done. Um, and Jessica Chastain, uh, really, this was like a, apparently a passion project of hers to kind of show the other side of Tammy Faye. And um, the movie overall, if you didn't grow up in the world, it probably wasn't the best movie, but she she rocked it. She was so good. And they nailed that makeup. I mean, she looked like Tammy Faye. Um, she apparently had like permanent skin damage because of the makeup because it was so bad. Like they had to put so much makeup on her. Oh my I know, gosh. I know. But hey, you know that's method. But um, so I did. I did enjoy those those two films. What does Tammy Faye look like? What did she look like underneath her makeup? If it caused I don't think skin anyone, damage, I don't for think just, anyone ever Jessica. saw her. I mean, because oh. her makeup was like the iconic. There were those shirts like I ran into Tammy Faye at the mall, and they'd be like outline of makeup. Yeah, on, like, yeah, a, yeah. yeah. So I don't think anyone ever saw. But yeah, I'm sure she had issues because of it. So. Oh, Tammy Faye. Poor Tammy Faye. So anyway, it's a good movie. We have both. Well, um, we don't have Drive My Car yet, but hopefully we'll get it soon. We do have Eyes of Tammy Faye um, at the library. And um, because I didn't have enough movies to fill out our summer reading theme. So the last like four weeks of summer reading, I'm still going to do some like new biopics. I'm actually going to show it here at the library. So um, be on the lookout for those dates. All people can dip their toe into that water. Something new. Exactly. That's a stretch, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. I liked it. A for effort. Cool. What am I consuming? Okay, update. I did finish Tia Williams' uh, Seven Days in... Seven Nights? Seven Days. Seven Nights. Seven Nights in June? Seven Days in June. Seven Days in June. <laughs> I can't remember right now what it's called. <laughs> it was it was really good. You liked it. You said like it made you laugh like first page. And the so. first page did make me laugh. Uh, I, I would give it four and a half stars, nice. um, which considering I don't give romance over three stars, yeah. I feel like she did a good job. And I only... I do think... Had I read it all in one fell swoop, I probably would have given it five stars because I fell in love with the characters so hard. But I got distracted about halfway through and there was some time. And so I came back and I wasn't quite as enamored with it. Yep. um, That one was very good. Uh, What have I been watching? We, our family movie was Turning Red. Oh, The new Disney. Yeah, actually it was. It's a groundbreaking. It's the first uh, Asian filmmaker, a female Asian filmmaker solo for Pixar. Uh, to ever to do that so that's kind of cool i did not know that good for mm-hmm. like 
it, she did a good job. I yeah. liked the movie. Um, my kids liked the movie. They're five and two and a half. Uh, I don't really think they were the target audience for the movie, <laughs> as it's not, about yeah. a girl coming a coming of age story for a thirteen year old girl. So I think I related to it. Anyway, um, no, but uh, Levi's obsessed with the Red Panda, yeah, and the boy band. He'll sing along to the boy band song. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so that's what I've been consuming. Cool. cool what about cool. you? Um, I can't remember the last. Thing. I think the last thing I read was the guest list. Because I've just been distracted. Because I got started getting into Asian dramas. That's a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. You told me there's some that we I need to see. Yeah, but you don't want to learn Korean, so. Yeah. Because he can't read. So uh, he tells me he doesn't want to read subtitles. I just told him to learn Korean. I just had to watch a three-hour Japanese movie. Resistant. And had to watch it. Li- so you'll watch a three-hour Japanese movie, but, but you won't But it took everything watch. that I have. Like, I need, like, a good six months before I have to read another movie. Because I kept having to, like, rewind because I would forget that I have to read the subtitles. So I'd, like, drift off and I'm like, okay, I have no idea what happened because I don't speak Japanese. So it was still worth it. It was still a good movie. Yeah, I, I, will, I will check some of these Korean dramas out. Dude, the best thing that came from parenting, I'm not really, but sort of, um, Marcus and I figured out, watch everything with subtitles. Even if it's in English, you get so much more. It's just better. Do my, it. Um, so when we restarted our film series, all my regulars came back, which was great. Um, but one of them had had some hearing loss and wanted for ears. And so she asked if we could do the subtitles. And everyone liked it. It was like, they were like, actually, this is so much better. Because... We're getting a new sound system. Yay. Some of the parts arrived today for mm-hmm. our auditorium. But um, up here, like, because we're either having to use, like, these old speakers or we're having to use um, the, the smart board. And so the sound's not great. And so those subtitles have been a boom. They've been great. So I like that idea. I'm on. I'm in. Do it. Yeah, I Do tend it. to watch everything with subtitles because I miss stuff. Yeah. All right. On to the book, starting with the synopsis. So the book we read, once again, was The Guest List by Lucy Foley, which is actually a... Reese's book club pick, which is Reese Witherspoon, if you're not familiar. All right. On a remote island off the coast of Ireland, guests gather to celebrate the wedding of Jules Keegan and Will Slater. Will is a rising television star, handsome and charming. Jules is a smart, ambitious magazine publisher. Though the sea is a little choppy and the cell service spotty, their wedding is everything you'd expect of a young power couple. Designer dress, four-tiered cake, boutique whiskey, vintage champagne... Every detail has been curated to perfection. All that's left to orchestrate is the happiness. But perfection is for plans, and people are all too human. It's not long after the cake is cut and the champagne pop that resentments and petty jealousies come out. Worse yet, the latest barometer reading shows the weather has shifted from fair to changeable, and dark clouds are looming overhead. Everyone on the island has a secret. Everyone has a motive. And someone won't leave this wedding alive. All right. Da, da, da. I just did that in my head. Thanks for doing it out loud. <laughs> All right, so starting with Kendall, what is your rating? Four stars. I'd, I'd give it a three, three and a half. It 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 was it would have been higher, and then there were just some things towards the anyway. So I, I would say let's say three and a half. I'll do three and a half. Angelique, um, probably somewhere between a two and a half and a three for me. You rated this the same as the noise. Sort of, yeah, I guess. Wow. For different reasons. For different okay. reasons, it had more to do with me than the book, honestly. That's fair, yeah, yeah. especially if this isn't your jam, like yeah. not your genre. I mean, this I'll go through periods where I read a bunch of, I don't know, they say thriller. I don't think it was a thriller. I think it was more of like a psychological suspense kind of. Yeah, it almost had like a mystery quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like kind of like the, the, the clues, you know, you're having to piece together to figure out. Kind of almost had like a, it wasn't like an old school mystery, or yeah. but it had yeah. that kind of 
some of the, some of the, yeah had some of that vibe yeah yeah okay i'm sorry you're allowed to have your rating it's cool i'm not gonna change it i didn't think you would but i was just really surprised because she's like two and a half we're like yeah. i'm just surprised because i thought this was much better than the noise oh yeah it's but like, no it is to, yeah, be, yeah. to be fair also i do do that within genre like yeah. i'll be like there are better books of this genre right, so you'll rate right. it lower and or higher depending yeah. yeah that's fair all right based on the synopsis how did you think the plot was going to play out did it meet your expectations why or why not for me i th- I mean the synopsis was correct mm-hmm. i think i was a little surprised that we didn't find out who gets it until the end yeah yeah i mean part of it was it kind of became at first it was annoying because I was like, I can't figure out who done it if you don't tell me who died. Right. Yeah, it wasn't really a who done it, it was more of a who will do it and then who will die from it kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. But so, so yeah, it was a double Yeah. Yeah, most of the time it starts with it was like a double mystery. Yeah. But then I got super into trying to figure out who was gonna die and then it became kind of obvious who was gonna die. But then I got really grumpy because I dropped my book and when I picked it up, I opened it up on the chapter where it was like Will the victim in the title. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't have to do that. Cause now I'm like forty pages out from it, and now I know. Right, right. So I was like, and those were good. For, those were probably the best forty pages. I know. I was yeah. real grumpy about it. Yeah. Cause I was like, well, maybe it's Jono that's gonna die. I honestly, in the beginning, I kind of thought it was Charlie because I figured the bride and groom were gonna have some kind of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking phrase tete a tete, but I don't think that's yeah. a phrase. Is that a phrase? Like, like tete a tete. Yeah. No, no, no. I, no the, the bride and groom were gonna like. Over Charlie. Yeah, something was going to happen. But then, I don't know. And then it wasn't Charlie. Because Hannah was one of the narrators. I was like, why would they have Hannah be a narrator if Charlie's not involved? But then it all all makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, so... Did it... How about you? How did the synopsis... No, synopsis is good. This one definitely... It... For most of the book, it was more of a character study. Yeah. And then it was like those last, like, hundred pages. It kind of became... The thriller that you had, mm-hmm. you know, they had the little wedding night blips and all that kind of stuff, and they had so many jump scares, which we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you thought there were jump scares? No, they weren't scary, but they, it was almost like it, they were framed up to be like if it were a movie, it was going to yeah, be a jump scare. It was going to be a jump scare. Like, like Freddie emerges is, with that knife or something like right. that. It's kind of like glam. these little mini cliffhangers throughout. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because when, when I'm thinking of this, and of course, I guess because Reese's name is on the front of it, I thought about like if they ever made this to like a mini series, like a big little lies type thing. It, it would it would be similar, but 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 in those moments, in those like little wedding night blips, it would feel like a jump scare. That's so funny. not that I was scared. It's funny that you said that because I was telling my husband the plot of this book. He goes, "That sounds like that movie you watched or that series you watched at HBO." He was talking about Big Little Lies, and now I see the Reese through. Yeah, line. yeah. Anyway. she has a she has a, a genre. I mean, she she does a lot of different, but there's she definitely likes these kind of this genre. Um, but yeah, no. So so this synopsis really kicks in to me towards the end but that's also when everything kind of the, the climax and everything kind of comes together so yeah i thought that was a decent blurb but it definitely it was definitely slower in the beginning it was definitely more character driven than the synopsis this synopsis made it seem like it was really going to just launch yeah. yeah yeah like like page one will's dead <laughs> and then you're going to figure it out and it didn't do that so so yeah. um it, it, it was it, this i think was to sell it um yeah. And the, and then she was able to do a little bit. She she definitely did something a little different with it. So, yep. How about you, Angelique? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I mean the synopsis would delivered basically. It just didn't deliver 
immediately kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. All right. All right. Who was your favorite character? Did you like any of the characters? I should say. I feel like I should start with I related to the character of Hannah mm. the most. Yeah. And so it's hard to say what I I don't know that I liked any of the characters. I don't know that I was rooting for any of the characters there. But Hannah was the one that I felt the most. She's a mom with two kids. She's 34. This is sounding very autobiographical, <laughs> yeah. you know. And then um She's the most sympathetic. Yeah. I think. And, and, she, and in the end, she's I think she's the only one. She's like the last person we hear from. And she's the only one that didn't turn out to have some like her dark secret was was that her sister died. Like yeah. she didn't really she was the only one that turned out not to be a complete horrible human being or or they oh. didn't have that dark of a secret. She was she by the end she was the most I guess redemptive character. Well, she made she didn't make horrible choices in her past is what right, it seemed, right. seemed like. Um, but it did kind of set it up that if Will had lived, she would have made a horrible choice. True, true. But I don't I don't know. So um Hannah I also liked A I don't know how Are you talking about the wedding planner? Yes. I looked it up. I think it's pronounced Aoife. That's Aoife. what okay. Google told me. So yeah. we're gonna go with It's Aoife. like a Siobhan, which is very yeah. popular. Yeah. Like a it's that Irish succession, the yeah. one mm-hmm. that they gave to Siobhan and but it's spelled S I O B H A N. Yeah. So it was That's so, the one. Uh, Aoife. 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 I did kind of like her just because she mm-hmm. seemed kind of like a badass. Like she yeah. had like a she 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 seemed competent. She seemed very competent. Yeah, and and her secret was the one that I didn't feel like I knew where it was going. Mm-hmm. Did you? I I didn't. And so, so I did and I didn't. So okay. as I'm going through and I'm trying to guess who's gonna die. As I'm figuring out who's gonna die, I'm like, this is why this person would kill. So in my bet from pretty early on was that Aoife was going to be the um, murderer. Oh, I just, okay. And so I was starting to pick up on some of the more subtle yeah. things where she would talk about how she felt like there was a moment where she felt like she couldn't save someone who was drowning. And then there was another moment where she was worried about people going into the graveyards to be able to read right. the stones yeah. in her past. Like it was real slight, easy to read over, but then they also didn't provide anything in her story up until the very, very end. Yeah. And part of that annoyed me, but part of it also made it so that when that twist did come, it felt like the biggest twist for mm-hmm. me. And I also thought it would be, because the way Freddie was so connected, I yeah. really thought it, it was a child. And it was, but what like their child. I thought it was going to be and, their child, And then too. when the Hannah drowning and you could see the panic that she had, I thought maybe hers is kind of like the Hannah story, where there is a lot of connection, but it's more just a tragedy in the past, not necessarily a, like you said, the bad decision type. And it was, it ended up being that way, but it, it I, I don't know. I, I, that one kind of threw me off, but in a good way. Um, and then, but then you're right. It's kind of like the frustration. It's kind of like, remember with the, what was the Christmas book and the, 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 it turns out that the real estate person is, oh, there's no clue. Yeah, fantasy. That's yeah, kind of, there were at least a, a, a few more, like you didn't necessarily know, but there were trinkets that you knew that there was going to be something coming for her. Yeah. Whereas that one was just like, oh, and by the way, you know, so I did appreciate that at least I knew that there was something coming. I just didn't figure it out until just, it happened. So um, I figured out Aoife. I did not figure out her husband was the roommate. I see. I thought he I, he was the one I suspected oh. at first, not Aoife. Wait, uh, to be the murderer? No, to be involved in some maybe to yeah. be involved in some way with the guys from the school. Mm-hmm. See, I but, didn't get that at all. Yeah. Like, they referenced that he was portly and that he was a few years younger than Aoife, but that yeah. was really 
it, that was other it, than yeah. his name. And which, that he was a cook. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They did a very. I, sh- I bought this reveal far more easily yeah, than I then, bought this yeah. Santa suit reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, the big like shocking yeah, but, moment for me was like, oh, Freddie was a roommate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. it was. That. We can't say his roommate name. I mean, the name that they gave him as a roommate. No, but we yeah. won't. But oh yeah, yeah, we can't do that. Not, no. It's no. not nice. <laughs> All right. Um, did you have a character you hated? I hated Olivia. <laughs> I hated her chapters. I I was like speeding to get through them, and I'm supposed to feel sorry for her. And in many ways, once you you know you find out that. And then, and then that whole, then you, you really, cause that yeah. one, she probably had the most like reveals along the way, yeah. right? Yeah. but I don't know. I've just found her annoying. I just, I did. I, I, I just, I don't, and I, like I said, that, that makes me feel really bad because it goes back to, she clearly was, you know, she got involved in something and it really turned out bad for her and it had a huge impact on her mental health. And, and so there was that sympathy, but just her as a person, <laughs> like even if none of that had happened. She just was annoying. I just did not care. Yeah. I, I I was kind of hoping she had drowned. She was going to drown. <laughs> so there was just there was just a little bit too much put onto her character, I think, and it made it a little bit melodramatic or overdramatic. That if they'd like taken she if Foley had taken out just a little bit and like just evened it out a little bit, it would have been she wouldn't have been so frustrating. Yeah, every read. other character. All those little characterizations were a lot more subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this one was like a sledgehammer. She's she's and super all of her depressed. chapters yeah. were the longest. Yeah, and I don't know why that, that's maybe that's why it pissed me off. I was always like, God, this one's like three pages longer than every other person's chapter because she kept whining. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I could handle her. I could handle Olivia. I had a harder time with Jono. Yeah, I was just, mm, I don't know. It felt a little bit like, you know how when we complain that men can't write women's characters. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it felt like she couldn't write men's characters a little bit. I don't know. Like that might be like wrong or not the right way to say this, but like, I don't know. It was just like, he was the embodiment of a stereotype. Yeah. Fat slovenly. Yeah. Friend. It's I'm not saying he didn't have reason to be there. I was like, like his reveals were interesting to me along the they way. They made him a lot more human. I liked him a lot better at the end yeah. than yeah. I did at the beginning because when you start to realize how freaking horrible Will yeah. was to him, it's kind of like, okay, maybe he deserves to kind of be. He became less of a stereotype as he went on. But you're right. It, it took a long time. I agree. Yeah. And even at the end when Will has died and he's like heartbroken because that's his friend. Like that to me makes sense. I'm on board right. for it. But in terms of which character did I have a harder time reading their chapters, it was Jono. Yeah. Also, just call him Johnny, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was definitely one. And by the end, I still didn't like Olivia. But I liked John a lot better, so I think that's you're right. But yeah, those those two, I would agree, were the, were the toughest. Well, I feel like Olivia is the one who kind of tied everything together because she's the one that started to spark the... Rem, remin, reminiscent reminders yeah. in Hannah of her sister mm-hmm. because clearly Will had a type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they looked similar, yeah. I don't know. So Olivia, I feel like, was necessary because if you took her out. Oh, she was necessary. Yeah. It was just. She was just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think they wanted us to not like Jules. 
I don't think they, they wanted. Her, I don't they, think they wanted us to like any of the characters. No, yeah. but I think that they they that one kind of bothered me a little bit because they kept push. They, they, to me, she was a stereotype. Yeah, the successful woman who wants things to be perfect and she seems difficult and all that. And actually, that kind of made me like her because I'm like, I understood her. I understood why she was the way that she was. So I think that they worked really overtime to try to make Jules seem like Bridezilla almost, and I didn't really get that feeling. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering though, if they're trying to make everybody dislikable so that everybody's. They said they, Lucy Foley. Lucy yeah. Foley is trying to make everyone yeah. dislikable so they're suspect. But I don't know. There was other stuff there that was dislikable about, that could have been there. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think it would be more interesting to have a likable character be a suspect too. Yes. Yeah. So like, if Hannah was the likable character, she was never a suspect. In mm-hmm. my mind, I never yeah. thought of her as a suspect. She was just, she was just added. Her connection added yeah. just mm-hmm. another layer. There were too many layers. Yeah, there were a lot of layers. All right, so let's so <laughs> so that leads into kind of the next question. What did you think of the mystery and how it was laid out? I found it frustrating, honestly, the way she did things. I liked the idea of this again it was what i liked about malibu rising of you build all these characters and you slowly build towards it i, I did like that i kind of liked that in the end i think i liked that i didn't know who died from the be- in the beginning yeah um because it did take it from being sort of that just straight mystery and kind of mixed it up a little bit it it was the reveal about the sister that that had been Will's previous girlfriend that was like, okay, this just one too many twists. It's one too many connections. It felt like it was, it was an interesting reveal, and I think it helped connect Hannah. But it almost is like, oh, we have to find one more thing to connect back to Will. I mean, we we get it. Will was horrible. Like <laughs> I didn't need to keep knowing all. The, I don't know. It just something about it. It was like there were just. It, I get it. We live in a small, we live in Gaston County where everybody knows everybody. So I get that. But this one almost felt, it was just, it was like one too many connections. Yeah, a little too convenient. little too, yeah. And it just, I don't know, that that felt a little, for, I don't know if it was, the, I don't know if forced is the word, or if it was just, I kind of rolled my eyes after like the 18th reveal towards the end. Yeah. Because it was just like, oh yeah, of, co- of course there's another connect, you know. It, 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 oh, and then Freddie. And, and I get that the idea is she really wanted to make it clear that all these she wanted to interconnect all the characters and i think that that was a good thing but sometimes just having you don't have to try so hard to have so many connections i think was my my thing i get that it was kind of on brand for the genre for me it, it is it so is so i was trying to think about it cuz i if it the first half of the book i would agree but then the way that the second half of the book is set up where it's a lot faster and it is more about the um who's going to die, like more into the mystery aspect. I was okay with it because you needed, like, like you needed to find out that Will was not a good dude, Mm -hmm. but in a real subtle way, like everything he does is just kind of like, if you're, he's a narcissist and he's a manipulator and he's always going to come across as the golden boy. And it's, it's like he needed to have he had an MO. He would take advantage of young girls, videotape them, and they uh, or photograph them, spread that around, show how he was the big shot, take the focus and attention like elsewhere. Like I feel like it was part of establishing a pattern of him and his behavior, and then how he got to weasel his way out of it. Yeah. yeah. And so, I was also trying to think like, would Hannah have reached out to Olivia? who's so dislikable and 15 years younger if 
she hadn't reminded her Hannah of her little sister. Sorry, if Olivia hadn't reminded Hannah of her sister Alice. Yeah. There we go. I don't know. So it kind of it it made it made sense to me in retrospect. But I get that. I it was like there was everything just everything made was a reveal sense to me. Everything made and and it, it wasn't like she did a poor job of connecting, and it it just felt like it. It was just I I don't know I, I, heavy handed heavy handed yeah. yeah I think that's that's just a little too heavy no it, it's she's a very good writer I mean she's she's clearly good and and as much as some of that heavy handedness bothered me I did enjoy the second half because I clipped through it really really fast it definitely had the mystery but the but but the the jump scare stuff bothered it just got so old. like I get that they're building like the wedding night thing but then there was like the one I told you about where like the dad and she sees the dad through the window and he's making he's wearing like oh, the yeah. Mat. Yeah, yeah. some of that stuff was just I think just to be like it's eerie and yeah. I didn't think you needed it I didn't think Mm-mm. you need I think that the the setting and the the history of that island and the storm and these characters that were clearly all screwed up that was enough for me. I didn't need those little bits. I'll agree there. That's where it was heavy handed when it was like, this is this, this, these, I keep wanting to call them frat boys, but they're prep school boys mm-hmm. and they're feral and they're like, when they're, they're chanting, they almost are like, they're howling and you can see their teeth and she's making it all very animalistic. That to me was extremely heavy handed. Oh, they always talked about how there's the, the, the red cake and stuff like that and the sharp knife. I don't know. That yeah. was a little like, you don't. The squid, the, the, the seaweed in the bed and it was a black monster, you know, like, or, or a black sea monster. And all that kind of, some of that was just like, I mean, I get the point of that in terms of the storyline, but again, it was like the way that they first presented it was always like. Like a horror movie mm-hmm. where, again, I wasn't scared, but it had, kind of had that appeal. And I, and in the end, you could it didn't really – none of that really affected the plot. Like the whole thing with the dad never came up again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really affect the plot. I think it was all done for mood. And I don't yes. think you needed it because I think – I actually think it would have been better without it because then the mood is based solely on who are these people and what's going to happen. Yeah. And that's why I gave it a 3 or 3.5 because I did like how – the characterizations. I did like the character development in it. Um, and, and those that took me out of it. I'll agree there. Um, I, I will say that where I think she did a good job that made me elevate it was I was so uncomfortable reading this because I was like, Oh my gosh, do you know what this feels like to me? It feels like when you go back and you are with people from high school that you haven't interacted with in 10 years and you have to fit, you have to cram your personality back into who you were 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And it's like, you didn't get to grow during that time. And so it was all uncomfortable. It was all cringy. I like, like the, the boys talking about Hannah, she's getting off of the boat and her feeling uncomfortable. Like that's where I felt like she did a really good job of, creating an atmosphere of being uncomfortable yeah but again i think that she accomplished that solely through how she presented the characters mm-hmm. she didn't need the others to, you know to, to make that also weddings are awkward too oh yeah. my god so awkward especially and you know you, you have the divorced parents and all that kind of stuff like and and all that kind of stuff so you, again i i feel like you could have done all of that i just and i get also too i think that those were like you know how like you have ginger in between like pieces of sushi. Like they're like little <laughs> palate cleansers just to kind of take a break from the characters. I didn't need them. I was I was engaged enough that I didn't necessarily need that. I think the most unbelievable part of the book is when they talk about how good the wedding food was. Yeah, wedding food's <laughs> never good. No one it, people people try. <laughs> or if it is, it's it's because they've spent like ten thousand dollars on it. And yeah. even then it's not necessarily the best. Yeah. 
Okay. Who did you initially think the dead body might have belonged to? I thought at first it was going to be Charlie. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I always kind of suspected Will. He was kind of. A, I, I think yeah. it was either going to be Will or Jules from the beginning. I was like, it's going to be the bride or the groom. And I don't know why I felt that way, but there was just something about it. And then the more it got into it, I was like, nah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Will. But there were moments along the way where like, I, I wasn't sure. And then I also wondered if they were going to throw in like a body because like, that was one of those where like the, 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 a uh, waitress comes in and it's like it's like it looks like an animal has but you know you go back to that same thing and then I was like maybe maybe it's not a main character at first mm-hmm. and then it becomes a main character so I didn't know yeah. if they were trying to throw us off so I, I went back and forth but I always kind of suspect it would be one of the either the bride or the groom the only reason I wouldn't say it would have been Jules is because she was a narrator and it says on the back that one of the five of them did it and I thought that would have been a real twist to me if it, <laughs> one of the narrators gets killed <laughs> okay I did not read the back okay Scratch yeah. that. That was bad. Well, it's not bad. No, but I mean, if I had done that, I probably wouldn't. I didn't have read it that. either. So. Okay. Because at one point, I thought it was going to be Olivia. I don't know why. Part of me was like, shoot, I could see like Callum coming up. Like, surprise! I've been on the island the whole time, yeah. and I'm gonna <laughs> kill yeah. Will. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You just—it's it's hard to know without the body. I can't make good guesses. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. No body, no crime. Um. <laughs> Is that not the truth? <laughs> All right. What was something what have that you done, Angelique? You're like, I'm scared. What What was something that you liked about the book? Like something about maybe about the writing, or maybe something in like the character development or in the world building. Something. I I did like the 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 way that she again aside from the jump scares, I did like the way that she built like the scenery and stuff. Again, I I and of course I always go to the film, but I totally started picturing how it was going to look and I felt like I was able to do that um I think this would be a better minute I think it'd be a good like one of those like mini series like a big little lies it'd be kind of soapy yeah. um but in like a in an addictive like a Shonda Rhimes kind of addictive way where it's not like it's not like you know I always think of friends and uh, uh Joey played you know Dr. Drake Ramore on Days of Our Lives and he's like I'm delivering twins but only one of them is mine like it wouldn't be that cheesy <laughs> but I feel like it would be one of those like really addictive series mm-hmm. so I actually I did like the way that she set the scene and the, and the setting and I I did feel like I could picture these characters um and so uh, I I again I always as I start reading a book I immediately start picturing what it's going to look like on screen um, and I liked Malibu Rising for that way, same thing. I felt like I could I could picture it clearly. Yeah. I like I, I honestly like the character development. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that when the reveals started coming, they kept on coming towards the end. Like it was like boom, 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 boom. It was like it made me want to keep turning the page. Um I don't know. I, I like that it was set on the island. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I mean, that goes with the, we didn't need the extra stuff about, like, pointing out, like, how gruesome other things were. All she had to do was describe the island and the fact that it, it felt haunted. Yeah. And the weather was coming in, like, I don't know. I thought, that it was, I thought it was good. I, okay, so I thought something that bothered me. I really kind of wanted to know what happened with Hannah and Charlie. 
Like, I get that. Okay, so Will's dead. So there's Jules and Olivia. They no longer have to deal with the Will thing, right? Mm -hmm. But did they ever get back together? Like, that was not really resolved, in my opinion. Other than she was pissed off, obviously, because she found out what she kind of already knew. Yeah, which, she I mean, suspected. we all knew. Lord, I mean, it was obvious. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's why she was always afraid of it, because she knew what the truth was. But then it was just kind of like, I was like, so what happened? Did they get a divorce? I don't know. They got kids. Maybe they'll well, be a spinoff. I think she did say that that she was unclear of if they could like fix things. So maybe that is it a possibility to her to gotcha. fix things. It, it didn't have to be cleared up. It was just, yeah. you just know that that's going to be rough for a while. Yeah. I like that it all happened in 24 hours or 48 hours yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It was a real short time. So there's not really enough time to like really fully process. I know, but Hannah was my favorite character. I know, and and then I was her, like, you I want her justice. And that was a huge like reveal at the end. And then to not know what happened, I was like, I wanted, yeah, I wanted him to like take take the house and you know kick him out and all that kind of stuff. Maybe, like, yeah, maybe there'll be a spinoff. <laughs> Charlie, a domestic, uh, you know, yeah. Exactly. Hannah comes for jewels. <laughs> uh, yeah. She she plans a wedding and <laughs> Jules a second wedding. There you go. She disguises herself and she's actually the wedding planner for Jules and Charlie. I'm re I'm done. And then, yeah, and then she, yeah, I, I figured it out. There done. you go. There you go. All right, Lucy Foley, if you're listening, get on this. All right, that kind of leads in. Is there something you didn't like? Something that kind of just bugged you? Something you hated? I think I've kind of yeah. said. I, by the way, I did like the book. Like I, don't, I hope that comes through. I, I ended <laughs> up liking the book. There were just, those few things, though, to me, could have easily been, and I, I mean, and of course, she wasn't writing it for me, so I get that. But just a few things, if they just tweaked a few, it would have been, I would have liked it, you know, it, it would have been a four or 4.5, so. Yeah, the things that are mildly irritating are normal for the genre. Mm. So I don't think that someone who's super into psychological suspense thrillers are going to be irked. They'll probably be titillated or ex just ready to go. Like, it, it it checks the boxes. Right. So, I mean, I, I liked it. I thought it was fun and good. I think there are books that I have liked more. Yeah. <laughs> um, But I didn't – I don't know. I, I would recommend it to – anyone i will say so that kind of thing there's been this genre of and it's been really great these these female writers kind of jumping into the mystery and suspense genre where i think they were for a long time not as involved i mean you had your mm -hmm. your agatha christie's and stuff but i mean mostly a male to me a male dominated type thing but of all the ones that have been this this is a very popular novel mm -hmm. but have been the kind of psychological thriller with the female lead all that kind of stuff you had things like girl on the train and gone girl mm -hmm. i liked this one better than those other ones see i like the other ones better than this one but i was satisfied with this one see and i wasn't satisfied with those other ones really? um i don't know i just i just they just didn't do it for me and this one maybe is a little bit lighter a little more genre-y maybe a little that's less psychological i'm not i don't like to be scared i don't like to be like I, I, I'm a comedy person, so this is never going to be my genre. This one was a little bit lighter, a little more pithy, a little moved a little faster. So I actually appreciate it more. I think that's funny because I think I recognized that it was a little bit lighter, and I was like, "Oh, if you're going to hit hard, like you got to go to uh, these other books." Like I preferred Gone Girl or Girl on the Train to yeah. this book, but I still liked this yeah. book. It's a solid book. I still like. But it. if you like that genre, if you if you're into those, if you like those kind of popular, I think the one that I'm doing for book club, the last thing he told me, is another kind of psychological. Who I think that it's kind mm -hmm. of in that vein as well. I would recommend this. Mm -hmm. This if you if you've liked those kind of things, this is definitely in that vein. Um, I just it's just not my kind of genre. See, I like the genre. I'm good. How about mm -hmm. you, Angelique? What do you think? I don't know something. 
like I would recommend it for people who would like this kind of thing. It's just it wasn't really for me. I found her writing a little melodramatic sometimes. Oh, sorry, you said her writing. I can tell you the one thing that irritated me about her writing hmm. is in present tense. <gasps> the whole yeah. book. Yeah, I didn't really notice. I don't notice tenses unless they change too much. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah. Also, so well, this is make it me sound was dumb. because it was they were in the moment. Sorry. This is going to make me sound dumb, but I don't like flashbacks in fiction and like I don't like them in TV and I don't <laughs> like them in books. So this book was frustrating. Oh, there's, there's a lot of flashbacks. flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. Just, and I like more like forward storytelling. L- linear yeah. narrative or yeah. whatever. Because it, it, it implies that you have to have this previous information to be able to appreciate things that you have already read and maybe you would have appreciated the things you've already read more. But see, I like that because I'm like... Ooh, that's interesting. Like, it just it gets me excited and be like, oh, that's why yeah. Jono was being such a a jerk face and so slovenly yeah, because did. he was faking it, like, like to she, be able to survive. She, she did really well with it, with like all the subtle hints and the foreshadowing. But it's just it's not my thing. Yeah, <laughs> I will say sometimes flashbacks can be confusing. Excessive. Or they're excessive or they're confusing, and then you're right. Like you go back and go, oh well, if I that didn't make sense, everything made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, up until those reveals so i feel like it was not as bad as it could have, some of the flashback stuff could be yeah yeah she she handled it well um yeah yeah if it's not your thing though it's not your thing i mean you know yeah okay no i can kind of see in the sense of this story what you're talking about angelique how like in olivia's chapter she would go back and like flashback to her and steven i'm doing air yeah. quotes like andrew they can't <laughs> over see steven. us <laughs> anyway i pointed at the speakers like people are in the room and can see the stuff. Like, yeah the speakers are over there like no one can see the speakers they so. have no idea where we I, are yeah they have no idea so she could have just revealed that it was like she could have just taught like talked about it she yeah didn't have to like go back and like so i i, I buy that in this I didn't need the actual walkthrough of the flashback. I just needed the reveal that it happened. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll agree with you on that one, Ace. Thanks. No problem. What else did you not like? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's this scene. (laughs) No, just listen. She puts out her list. It's like, okay, number three. (laughs) I can always tell you what I don't like more than I can tell you what I like. That's fair. So... There's a scene at the end, at the very end, it's like Hannah, like it's the epilogue, and Hannah is like looking back at the island, and the imagery that Foley used just kind of like, it bugged me. It was like heavy-handed, like like the clouds are like a, something maybe like a clouds or a beast crouched over the island. It's very, a lot of animal stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of nature and um, animals and, hold on, where is it? I just, I didn't like it. So we were not a big fan of the motifs. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like she could have done that and she could have built tension like that or set a mood like that. Like Andrew said in another way through the characters or through some other method. Well, and it, but it did kind of fit that. I mean, this, this definitely, like it's a, it had a soapy melodramatic kind of. But she kind of did it at the beginning when Hannah was on the way to the island. Yeah. yeah. Just to, like repeat that. Cause I mean, I feel like, if she had done something like uh, if like the storm had cleared mm-hmm. as a kind of thing, because Will's dead. Will's right? dead. And, Will's and dead. Yeah. That problem is solved. So, yeah, because I yeah. mean, everyone should have been happy when Will died. He was a butt. He was a butt. Yeah, I think she was just she was big into the idea of the savagery of the island, like the idea yeah. of the Lord of the Flies, where yeah. the boys go crazy and there's the survival nights. It was all about being 
also, you're saying Savage and Beastly. That yeah. school should be shut down. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's still going and like those things are a lot like yeah. But then again, you hear those stories of like this prep school. You've heard this. Was it the the Paris Hilton? You know, I always thought it was dumber yeah. than a sack of rocks, but because she was playing dumber than a sack. She's actually a very Sorry, successful Paris. businesswoman. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm saying she. You played that character very well, and Girl, I think get that your money. You, you and Nicole it. Richie. That was they told you to act like that, and it <laughs> worked, right? I mean, she was very successful at what she did, but she now she's kind of backed off. She's apparently very involved with the Hilton organization, but she's literally fighting in California to close like schools like that and some of those because of the abuse that's happening so it's actually kind of realistic but it's just like you have to you have to know those those reputations are out there so why would you keep sending your kids that father was oh yeah it didn't make me feel those sympathy like i think that was supposed to make you feel a little sympathy for will but that slowly disappeared when you found out how horrible he was so it, it didn't yeah i didn't feel sympathy towards will because in the end it even says like the beloved he was loved by everyone yeah and as horrible as his father was he covered up all the horrible stuff yeah yeah so he saved his sons you know whatever so saved face yeah Mm -hmm. um i just thought of something kind of random but i i'm kind of low-key respecting Aoife about this right now Mm -hmm. she saw will on his survivalist show right Mm -hmm. and then took this horrifying monstrous island and put all of her work into creating a wedding venue yeah. for solely the purpose of confronting this guy. Yeah. She's and she got away with it. She got and away with she it. She got away with it because dumb old Jono <laughs> pulled the knife out. Don't pull the knife out. You guys, if you guys see a dead body, don't touch so the body. So that's one thing. I mean, I get why Lucy wrote it like that. But if I were Aoife, she's on an island. Like, I don't condone murder but i will critique it she's on an <laughs> island <laughs> here's how you could have done it you're like was that oj like if i had done it <laughs> he basically says how he did it she is on an island full of bogs that have previously hidden bodies yeah she could she could have just dumped him in a bog yeah i think she wanted him to be found though i think maybe. she wanted the world to know but i killed this maybe i mean she she says that she wasn't going to kill him, but then the opportunity just presented itself. She just wanted to like confront him. But I'm like, hmm. I don't know. You're planting that seaweed in the bed. Yeah. I feel like there was a missed opportunity in having Aoife be able to like cause mayhem mm-hmm. throughout. Yeah. Like, you know, she the author would always like reference the birds and all of this habitat. I feel like it would have been more fun to find out towards the end that Aoife like was masterminding some of that stuff. I mean, she did mastermind this whole to get them to the island. She could have done more though. Yeah, that's what she I'm saying. She could have really freaked them out. Because I liked her, and I yeah. kind of got I was like, and like you said, you, you yeah. immediately like respect her. She's like, this woman knows what she's doing. Like, she's good at what she does. But yeah, I I would have totally taken on like the like supervillain type thing. I know because it like, turns out it's hard. the supervillain who takes out the supervillain, so really they're the superhero, yeah. are they? Yeah. You know, or 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 just the 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 as you, as you say, you don't condone murder, but you you when it turn when you find out the whole story and you realize she's the one who did it, you're kind of like good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. if you're that close to a cliff, just I know he like, could have just him. tripped. I know. 
yeah. and fell. We right had to tear our, tear he our ran waitress. into my knife. He <laughs> ran into my knife. It was dark. <laughs> a little Chicago reference. Yes, yes. For Angelique, who wouldn't know. Nope. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's music that I did like. We, did, we disagree on Moulin Rouge, but I do love Chicago. It's a great mm-hmm. movie. Okay. Anyway. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> She tried to steer us away from our yeah. tangent. Oh, yep. hush. Good job. Good job. You did it. Go back to your... Go. Our tangents are hilarious. People love them. I've heard comments. I mean, especially me and Kendall. But I, we love our tangents. We have commented on our own tangents. <laughs> and we find them fascinating. <laughs> Angelique's already bored. Let go. Yeah. Go, go. Ask your question. Did the ending answer all your questions? Did you think it was believable or too far-fetched in any way? Well, like I said, I, I do think it was just... It felt like it was just one too many twists. Um didn't necessarily didn't make it unbelievable. I believe that there's all the connections. It just felt like it was just one too many connections. But again, I, I the, at the end, I'm sitting there going, "What happened to Hannah and Charlie?" And I know. So, so in my mind, it wrapped up all of like the mystery stuff. But that was one that they created. That then you, I just kind of wanted to see what happened. So there's one thing that did not. So when the um, prep school guys are looking for the body, Pete disappears <gasps> and he does not come back as far as you know that's right what and they're like oh he probably just disappeared into the bog and you don't hear anything else that bugged me i mean i know he was like a a, a jerk and a just a jerk side character too yeah. like, you know but still it was You're right he, he just, died the way will probably should have yeah exactly in the they bog. just left pete they just left they just left behind that's what you get pete <laughs> <laughs> do you know he was a ramsey <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so he's just... They killed your cousin. Marx's cousin Pete. Yeah. Cousin Pete. Cousin Pete. <laughs> <laughs> and the South, <laughs> he's cousin Pete. I know. So that bugged me. Yeah. That would... Yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess I didn't care enough about I mean, I Pete. can understand why maybe some of the other characters wouldn't be focused on that. But, like, they could have, like... She could have been some mention that, oh... They never found this guy. Yeah, oh, they now I'm like, poor Pete. I know. Yeah. Your friends didn't notice. So I did. I read up because I was, I don't know why. I like looked up bogs and most bogs are only like a few feet deep. You'll just get mostly like wet. <laughs> so there are some that you can drown in. Oh, gosh. That they're like quaking bogs or whatever. But they never said that in the. <laughs> quaking Quaking bogs. bogs. Horrific. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. It sounds awful. So, I mean, like, when Hannah fell into the bog, I was like, because I didn't know. I thought they were deeper than that. She would have been, probably would have been fine. She just got dirty. <laughs> so she freaked out over maybe nothing at the time. But, like, but then Pete disappears. And then, like, at one point in the book, it talks about how they found, like, an entire mass grave in a bog. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. have he disappeared into that one? Yeah. What happened to Pete? Yeah. Sequel. sequel. I was going to say, maybe sequel. that's the sequel. What happened to Pete? <laughs> <laughs> okay. One last question. Would you ever hold a wedding on a really creepy island? No. Even if it was 50% off? <laughs> no, that bothered me. In the middle like, of nowhere, where it takes you boats over choppy seas to get there. First of all, that would be one of those things where I'd be like, I'm sorry, I cannot attend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I don't do destination weddings. I'm sorry. You're not making me charge pay all that money. Yeah. Well, everyone knows you do a destination wedding if you don't want people to come. Right. So. But then they wanted everyone to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I. Mm, 
No, because I'm thinking right now about how seasick I would be getting, yeah. about how scared I would. Like, there is a chance, very slight chance of tornadic weather today, and I almost canceled <laughs> like, driving here. Well, so the idea funny. that I would be going out into, like, a squall. <laughs> they kept, like, warning like, like, warning people, like, oh, don't go here because of the bogs. Don't go here. And people were like, oh, let's go out for a walk. I'm like, I would never leave that castle. Yeah. No. And that, it sounds it like sounds if they dangerous. had, I don't understand, they had issues with the, all the electricity. They couldn't, they didn't have cell signal. Like, no. Mm-hmm. no. Not doing it. I get why. Why that? Why she planned it there? Because it's yeah. a good place to kill somebody. But but yeah, there's nothing. If I'm like, but why would Jules go there? Because like, she was cash strapped. Her dad wasn't supporting her anymore. Yeah, but, still, but still, she could have gotten like a venue in like London. I don't know. I just yeah yeah. And they even comment on it. They're like, I would have expected them. Like, oh, she is a trendsetter. I'm like, nobody's going back Mm-mm. to that island. Uh-huh. That was the first and last wedding. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, there was a mass grave on that island. Why would you want to hold a wedding yeah, there? Yeah, like, in the history of it, it's like, yeah. oh, all these horrible people, all these horrible things happened here. Like, people yeah, let's have slaughtered on this island. Let's yeah, have see, a See, you should have known <laughs> that someone was plotting yeah. something when they, like, totally were like, yeah, come here to your wedding. Like, even 50% of you should have been like, someone's trying to kill my like, husband. Eva's PowerPoint <laughs> <laughs> must have been amazing. She said it was. Yeah. Jewel said it yeah. was. An incredible PowerPoint. All right. Is there anything else we want to mention about the book? Anything you want to bring up? I will say, um, so she has a newer book out called The Paris Apartment, mm-hmm. and it's very oh, yeah. similar. It's a lot of different characters. And so if you liked this one, um, check out her new one. Yeah. I would read it. I would read it. Yeah. I was kind of, when I read the description, I was actually, actually think I might like that one, like the More. setting even better than, yeah. Cause, cause as, as, as well as she did, like creating the set, like, I, cause I would meet, like, you know, I'm like, I ain't ever going to something. Like, There's nothing about this that would be appealing to me. And everyone's acting like it's so cool. And I'm like, this place is awful. But like, Paris Apartments kind of sounds like yeah. an interesting setting. So, yeah, I, I might check it out. Hmm. I feel like there was more I was going to say, but I can't remember it at the moment. I guess I will say if you liked this, cause sometimes you ask what other books. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go, I, Mary Kubica. I actually have one of her new books. Um, I just came through the, uh, Overdrive, the North Carolina Digital Library. Uh, I know I'm really old because I still use Overdrive, but I like it better than Libby. They're about to kill it. I know. I know. I know Libby is more user friendly. If Mm -hmm. you're going to start anyone out on the app, start them on Libby. But I just, I don't know. I got used to Mm. the old patterns of Overdrive. So anyway, um, so there's that. And then um, one of the books that I want to read that's going to be in the same kind of genre. I've been hearing a lot of hype about Riley Sager. Riley yeah. Sager yeah. fan fan girls. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm curious about that. So I would I would encourage our readers to explore those titles. Also, because this you know we picked this one because it's set in this is Irish Heritage mm-hmm. Irish American Heritage Month and it's St. Patty's Day, and so it was set in Ireland. There are not that many books set in Ireland. We had trouble finding one. So yeah. Maeve Binchy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very different genre. Very different genre. (laughs) Although funny, the only Maeve Benchy one I have read is about a woman who opens up a um oh like a bed and breakfast kind of hotel on this like island. (laughs) Did she kill anyone? 
No, but there's some kind of mystery where all like the characters get together. I'm trying to remember it because we did it for book club. It was like my, one of my very first book clubs I did here in like 2014. I liked it. It was really yeah. great character development. So um, if you like Irish authors, yeah, it was just, Binchy, this is definitely a different feel. Yeah. We were looking for it. We're like, let's look for Irish authors. And we kept looking. We're like, some of these books are too long. We yeah. Can't go. <laughs> so then it was like, let's find a book that's set in Ireland. <laughs> so this is, is on my to-read list, so I appreciate oh, you guys good, choosing good. this one. I so like if, if you like things that are set now, we have a lot of Scots-Irish, you know, in this area, or I, people who are Irish descent. This is actually a novel set in Ireland, so that's kind of cool if you're interested in that. Yeah, although I didn't feel very it's Irish. It just Joyce. felt mm. cold. Could have been in, like, New England. Yeah. Oh, and the other one I was going to say is... Um, one of the reasons why I was interested in this is because one of the reviews was like, it's like Agatha Christie, like a new Agatha Christie book. And then it's funny because I have read another book because it was like an Agatha Christie book. And that one is different. Have I talked about the seven and a half? I think you did a little bit last time. Of Evelyn Hardcastle? Yeah. That, so like that one was better than this. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. But yeah. So anyway, so. Sorry if I had to repeat, re- repeat on there, guys. I will say, so because Reese produced it, I did go and look and see, and, and they have not put it in production yet, So which I thought was interesting, because she does a lot of these books she picks up, she owns her own production company, mm-hmm. so that's what she... I thought she sold it. She, did she? Oh, okay, that's right. But So I don't know who, I mean, but she's still the face of it, so I don't know yeah. how it works. But anyway, I just thought it was interesting, because this one feels like one that they would have they would have adapted, but so maybe maybe that'll come out sometime, maybe we'll do something for it. It definitely feels like it would be a good cinematic type experience. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Sorry, you know, it's a struggle for me to read. So, you know, so I'm always <laughs> like, if they meant a movie, that would uh, that would be easier for me to like you know, digest. Watch digest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Considering I finished this like ten thirty last night. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to close out this Angelique episode. Angelique is done with our stuff today. She's just like, I screw you, baby. It's hot in this room. It's so Aww. hot, y'all. <laughs> okay. To close out this episode, I'm going to promote the NC Digital Library from Overdrive. Hey. Through the NC Digital Library, you have access to ebooks, including Kindle books, and downloadable audiobooks that you can access through a desktop browser or on your mobile device through the Libby app. Look for the link to the NC Digital Library at gastonlibrary.org. I will also put it in the episode description. So check that out. Um, all right, and that's it for this episode of We're Booked Up. We hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you think of the guest list by Lucy Foley and what you think of what we think. You can leave a comment on the episode's blog post at gastonlibrary.blogspot.com or on the podcast website at gastonspeaks.podbean.com. Next month's book is House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Clune. So thank you for listening. Thank yeah, you, guys. Thanks, also, guys. Uh, before we... No, I'm sorry, Angela, you're going to kill me. But since we have a lot of book lovers who listen to this, we are finally having an in-person book sale for the first time since 2019. So if you're mm-hmm. in the area starting April 20th, check out our website. Um, you can come and buy a lot of great books. I'm sure there'll be a lot of great mysteries in, in available for sale and really good prices, like $2 for hardcover, $1 for paperback. All the money supports our friends of the library. And like I said, it's been a long time since we've been able to do this. So book lovers out there. Now, the ones who are listening from like Japan, sorry, uh, yeah. you're probably not going to be able to come to book sale. But for those in the area, uh, definitely stop by. All right. Sorry, I'm done now, I promise. Okay. Bye, everyone. <laughs>